from PRX. This is Studio 360. I'm Kurt Anderson. On this Studio 360 podcast extra, we're talking about a song that came along in 1971. But 1971 was actually still peak 60s. The Vietnam War raging, Richard Nixon still in his first term, the hippie counterculture bigger than ever. I'm talking about singer-songwriter Don McLean's song, American Pie. Today, everybody still seems to know all the words. I think I probably do. But nobody seems to know what those words mean. Who is the jester who sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean? And what was it that touched the singer deep inside the day the music died? To tell the story of that incredibly well-known song and uncover some of its mysteries, our story begins by going right to the source. I did not want to have a job where I had a boss. That was my main goal in life. I just wanted to be free of anyone telling me what to do. My name is Don McLean, and I'm a singer and a songwriter. And I've never had any job but as a paperboy in 1959. When I opened those papers and saw that my man, Buddy Holly, had been killed, I was very sensitive, and I carried this burden with me for a long, long time. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. Three young singers who soared to the heights of show business on the current rock and roll craze were killed today in the crash of a light plane in an Iowa snow flurry. The singers were identified as Richie Valens, 17, Buddy Holly, 22, and J.P. Richardson, known professionally as the Big Bopper. But February made me shiver with every paper I deliver. The aircraft chartered from the Dwyer Flying Service crashed near Mason City, ironically the setting for the prominent musical The Music Man. Their small chartered plane crashed in a lonely farmyard about 15 miles northwest when I read about his widowed bride. But something touched me deep inside the day the music died. Travis Holly, he looked a lot like Buddy. He was tall, Texan. And he said, uh, Don, when I heard your song, I pulled the car over and jumped for joy. And so everybody got the connection, even though I didn't say anything, between Buddy's death and American Pie. The idea of a 13-year-old kid seeing his hero die in a plane crash, that's something that people give weight to. I'm Raymond I. Shuck, and the name of the book that I co-edited with my father, Ray Shuck, is Do You Believe in Rock and Roll? Essays on Don McLean's American Pie. So bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this'll be the day that I die. This will be the day that I die. It tells the story of what happened to rock and roll from its beginnings in the late 1950s and how much the narrator, Don McLean, loved the music 
and then how things developed over the 1960s. And by the end of the 1960s, he's disillusioned with where music has gone. It's America moving through a change from the black and white Eisenhower world into the more complex 1960s and beyond. The show will resume very, very shortly. But first, I wanted to take this opportunity to remind you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Studio 360 Show. And now, back to the podcast. American Pie was uh, written, recorded in 1971. So it's right, you know, at the end of the 1960s as a decade. Looking back and, oh, I remember back when things were simpler, back when things were better. Look at the time period. There were a lot of things going on that did this. Roger Kahn's book, Boys of Summer, that looked back at the Brooklyn Dodgers who left Brooklyn for L.A. in the late 1950s. That came out in 1972. Grab that special one and jump into your candy-colored custom or your screaming machine. Cruise downtown and catch American Graffiti. The movie American Graffiti comes out in 1973. Sunday, Monday, happy Happy Days shows up on television in 1974. This is a time where, especially for that generation, they're looking back and saying, we love this music. This is as American as it gets. And American Pie was a song that really captured that. What happened when American Pie hit, it was a phenomenon. As soon as the song came out, people were asking, what's it about? Do you think they analyze your songs too much with looking for things in it that you never wrote? Oh, for sure. People want to find things anywhere they can find them. People are searching for someone to lead them. What are the other things that Don McLean mentions? We know the Buddy Holly references at the beginning of the song. And then it's, okay, now, given that, what can this mean? What can this mean? What was going on in 1963 and 1969? Then looking at interviews with Don McLean, looking through liner notes, looking through anything that might give a clue that could help fill in the gaps for what the song means. It was weird because it wasn't a press agent out saying, this is about Buddy Holly, you know. Who was I to think that every aspect of what I was thinking would actually be thought about and dissected and discussed? And this has been going on for decades. In an interview with Casey Kasem, he led on that when he refers to the jester. When the jester sang for the king and queen in a coat he borrowed from James Dean and a voice that came from you and me. The jester is Bob Dylan. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy, and there is no place I'm going to. One point he mentions the king. Oh, and while the king was looking down, the jester stole his thorny crown. The courtroom was adjourned. Now verdict was returned. Elvis is the king. But the man who can sing when he hasn't got a thing, he's a king. When he refers to the devil later on. Oh, as I watched him on the stage, my hands were clenched in fists of rage. No angel born in hell could break that Satan's spell. That involves Altamont Speedway in 1969 and the Rolling Stones concert there and the violence that happened there where Hell's Angels was providing security. One man was killed. And the idea that the hope of Woodstock that summer, it's over with Altamont. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Probably the most dissected lyric in the last verse when he talks about the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And the three men I admire most, the Father, Son, and 
the Holy Ghost They caught the last train for the coast The day Hundreds of theories out there. This is Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and John F. Kennedy, who had all been killed in the 1960s, Ramblin' Jack Elliott, Pete Seeger, and Woody Guthrie. These were all significant influences on McLean. The other members of Buddy Holly's band, The Crickets. All kinds of different views on that. You know, it's been the story of American Pie for a lot of my life. That's the stuff people want to talk about. That's the song people want to talk about. But I don't hold it against them. As I've gotten older, actually, it's become something that I'm thankful for because I'm 72 years old and, you know, people still like something that I did. My name is Garth Brooks. I'm an entertainer. Well, that's kind of said loosely, yes. When I first started playing music, probably in college, you would close the bar down every night and usually the song you would pick for everyone to sing along with at the end of the night was American Pie. And so you just kept playing it and kept playing it. How long does it go? Well, as recently as a week ago, I played American Pie. A thousand people can read the Bible and you'll get a thousand different opinions on what it means. American Pie, a thousand people can hear the song. You'll get a thousand different interpretations of what each line means. But what we'll all agree on American Pie is for some reason, we love that song. We got to play a gig in Central Park for HBO in 1997. And then I thought I'd end it by asking uh, Don McLean to come out and do American Pie. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a great honor and a great privilege, Mr. Don McLean. When he walked out, I went, holy cow, this guy looked beautiful, all in black. Sing the chorus again. Those people ate it with a fork and spoon. I'd easily put it in my top five greatest moments ever to be on stage. A long, long time ago, there have been various versions of the song. There have been various parodies of the song. Madonna didn't do a parody of it, but she did a version of the song. In 1999, when Star Wars Episode One came out, Weird Al Yankovic did a version of the song called The Saga Begins. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi it gives us a framework for telling epic tales in a song. The day the NASDAQ died. That day, national healthcare died. The Twinkie died. And they're very good, very creative. Bye, bye, Mr. Stephen Hyde. I'm a hottie and you're naughty. Jackie's gonna be mine. She likes my brunette, likes not your curly ass twine. Oh, Jackie Burkhardt, you are so fine. Wrote that just for you, Jackie? You didn't write that, I just ripped it off from American Pie. Nuh-uh, the American Pie guy ripped me off. 
that's actually what happens when a song becomes a folk song. In a wonderful blessing of my life, some of my music has become folk music. And I don't think I could ask for any more than that. They were singing, bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing, this'll be the day that I die. That's Don McLean talking about his song, American Pie. We also heard from Raymond I. Shuck and... Garth Brooks. That story was produced by Jenny Cataldo and BMP Audio. American Pie was recently inducted into the National Recording Registry by the Library of Congress. And you can hear dozens of other stories we've done about the important records in the National Recording Registry, such as Gloria Gaynor's single, I Will Survive, and George Carlin's comedy album, Class Clown. Those stories and many more are all on our website at studio360.org. And one more thing before we go. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as we enjoyed making it and giving it to you, please spread the love by rating and or reviewing this show on iTunes. It helps other listeners discover Studio 360. Thanks for listening, and you can subscribe to Studio 360 at iTunes or Overcast or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. 